Hello, everybody. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Happy 2024, everybody. I am your host, Jessica Carter Ogle, and this is If We Can Just Say. Yay. With me, as always, is my co host, Stephen Ogle. I'm just co host today. I'm, oh. not, I'm not husband anymore. Just co host. I've got some sad news for you guys. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. No, we're still married. Yeah. Yeah, he's still my husband, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're back. We are back. We took a much-needed rest and uh, uh, break from recording. So we lied in our last reel, which for the record, let me state, I wanted the break. I was vocal to my co-host slash husband about <laughs> wanting the break and would have been more than happy in the last reel to say, see you in 24, <laughs> but that yeah. was not best laid plans. what was wanted. So nonetheless. Yeah. We hope you guys had a wonderful holiday, wonderful Christmas, wonderful New Year. Yep. And we're back. Kwanzaa, yeah. any of the other Boxing course, Day, Hanukkah, any of the other hol- holidays. All of the, happy holidays. We hope your holidays were great. We hope that you got some yep. much needed rest. Um, we had a bunch of time off, and yet I don't even know. Uh, the holidays are just like a black hole. They're a black hole. There's a, we did a bunch. We did a there, bunch. It's just a black hole. Like I, my last, so today is January 1st, 2024. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. The last day I worked was December 21st, 2023. That sounds like I had so much time off and I did and I'm grateful and don't get me wrong, but so, it is a black hole blur. It's a whirlwind. Because the, that was a Wednesday. The next day, Rebecca came in, Stephen's mom, which was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I love having her here. We had a great time. She oh, was yeah. here for Christmas. We had a blast. I hate the way Christmas fell because she was here a couple of days before Christmas stuff. So yep. I feel like I like it better when she's able to spend a little. I like it better when Christmas is earlier, I guess. Yeah. Earlier in days. So that there's days after where she can spend with us as opposed to going right back to work after. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, but it was nice. Like, I had a nice time with your mom. And it, it's nice to have her here when, you know, I'm helping set up the table. And we hosted differently, like, in the family room this year. And yeah. so I had another table to set up. And I had to buy another tablecloth. And I'm like, will my plaid tablecloth go with my polka dot plates? And y'all, swimmingly. <laughs> you would think, would it? I don't know, but it was gorgeous. So that was fun. I had, you know, we had a really good time with your mom as we always do. Oh, yeah. And, and it was really nice to have her here. We took her to the lights on Heinz. Craftique. Yeah. Which is like a little antique craft kind of like vendor store in Garden City that we we went to. I, I've gone to before my brother and like my mom go there. And I took Steven there once. I did not realize he was going to be as enamored as he was, but I forgot that he likes his little toys and they have little toys. Little toys. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Action Interest- figures, toys, whatever. Interesting use of words there. Hmm. But anyway. Um, yeah, no, love the Craftique. Craftique's got all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, I've gotten a lot of my Star Wars figurines and stuff from there. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of random stuff, but yeah. yeah, So good times. Yeah. So we had, we had a nice Christmas. Steven every year likes to do a Christmas Eve movie. Yep. 
And so what was our movie this year? We went to see Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which mm-hmm. is the final movie from the uh, DC Extended Universe. Everything after this with DC will be either the Matt Reeves Batman, it will be the Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker, which those Joaquin. are Elseworld, Elseworlds is what they're calling those, mm-hmm. or the James Gunn and Peter Saffron uh, DCU. He wants to talk about um, this later. Yeah. We'll do, but just... I will just say one comment, and that is that I am Team Orm. <laughs> um, yeah, after we finish What If, because uh, they started airing that on December 22nd, and they went for nine days in a row. So yeah. uh, once we have watched all of those episodes, we will do a full review of What If, Aquaman, and the Loki series, because yeah. we did not talk about Loki, and let me tell you, oof, boy. Yeah, finish out 2023 oh, superhero Marvel DC stuff. Yeah, we'll do what that. What we haven't talked about. Yeah, we'll do that you know, in a week cool. or two. Cool, So, But yeah, back to Christmas. So yeah. what else did we do for Christmas? Um, let's see. Uh, like you said, it's a whirlwind, black, black hole. I don't totally remember everything. Oh my goodness. Um, you're just sitting over there like a bump on a uh, log. We, wa- we watched, uh, the lions on Christmas squeak by. Well, Christmas Eve, we went to my parents. Yep. And watched the lions squeak by on a win, um, and literally squeak by on a win. Okay. This has, I mean. And then we watched, uh, I guess we watched the Cowboys, sorta. I didn't really watch the Cowboys. I mean, this but, isn't really what I was looking for. Oh, oh, what were you looking for? Like, you know, on Christmas Eve, we went to my in-laws and we had a nice dinner. My mo- my mother-in-law cooked a nice spaghetti oh, dinner. We got uh, we got Karen's meatballs. Oh my gosh! Here folks. we go. This is best, what I was looking for. Best meatballs in the world. Yes. God, I love her meatballs. She never makes enough. No, and this this is not against her. I think she makes more every time because of Steven, and she still never makes enough. Like we took home some leftovers, and because in her sauce she puts rib meat, Italian sausage, and meatballs, and cooks it all in her sauce, so it's amazing. And then we like to we take it out so that you can divide it up and you know what you're eating. But there's never enough meatballs. No. No, like, I not. feel like however many meatballs she made, she needs to make at least a dozen more. Like, whatever her instinct for meatballs is, add a dozen. If Steven's coming. Yeah, because I, I eat at least a dozen. Yeah. Minimum. I love them. We took some home, and he's like, do we have leftovers? Do we have leftover meatballs? I was like, here's what we have of meatballs. Okay, I'll eat them. I don't want anything else. Just give me the meatballs. Yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. That was nice. I think they had a really nice Christmas Eve and we went over there a little bit early before we ate and just visited and hung out and Yeah, it was a good time. It was nice and we um came home and did his mom likes to do stockings and stuff on Christmas Eve. I feel like my stocking was incredibly full. Was it me or did I have the most stuff in my stocking? <laughs> did you notice that? <laughs> this woman, I don't know what to do. Just when I think I finally did stockings right, which I have mentioned on this podcast, that I've, she stresses me out about this. It's, I, it's not a competition, Well, just. it feels like one, and I'm losing. <laughs> My stocking just went on forever. I had the most of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you notice it? Yeah, yeah. You did, didn't you? I did, but it's fine. It's oh my, my mom. It's my mom doing like, what she what does, man. What is happening? Why is it? I was like, this isn't. This is a satisfying actual. If this was my entire presence from her, 
I would have been like, wow, thank you. But it was just my stocking. Yep. Holy heck. I was uh, looking at you like, I'm going to knock her out. Yep. My mom loves giving, man. That's her favorite. Uh, her favorite time of year is Christmas. She loves giving, giving gifts, and uh, this, amongst other things, we aren't going to talk about on the podcast. Your mom's going to give me my first gray hair. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. So, um, Christmas Day is at our house, yep. which was lovely. Yeah. Uh, and hot. Oh my! I was so nervous it was going to be cold because we ate in the family room, and it's. A little bit cooler in there and we played cards in there um a couple days before christmas and rebecca and i were chilly we both had blankets on so i made steven bring up this little heater from the basement and i turned it on in the family room and then the oven's on and we're cooking and I, steven's like do you have that heater on i told you we didn't need that heater is it on in there i was like no no and i ran in there and shut it off <laughs> I was sweating and I would have taken off my sweatshirt if it wasn't this personalized little Christmas pity sweatshirt that said Sophia at the bottom. I had to open up our front window on Christmas Day. Last year, we had snow on the ground. My mom was making snow angels. This year, I had to open the front window in the living room because it was too hot in the house because the house said, what, 78 degrees? 76. 76 degrees. I was like, what Eric is opened happening? the windows in the family room. The room we were eating in, those windows were open. Yeah. It was nuts. It was crazy and it was rainy. Yep. It was about six it was almost sixty outside and rainy on Christmas Day. So with the cooking and the, the toaster oven going and the regular oven going and the um fry pan, like the electric skillet going, it was seventy six in the house on Christmas. Yikes. Too much. Too much for this guy. I was like, I had to take my hoodie off. I was yeah. like, I'm sweating. This is not yeah. This is not what I wanted. But it was great. It was fun. The food was great. It, it was nice. I liked the way it was set up. I feel like it was more spacious. I feel like you could move around better. Yeah. And I really like using our whole house. Like, that was something for me. Like, we don't live in a mansion by any means, but I think our house is big. In my opinion, our house is big. We have a lot of space. And we have a lot of unused space because we are two human beings and a dog. And so how much can two people use three bedrooms and a living room and a family room and a three season room? Like how, how much can in a kitchen and a dining room, like how, how much can two people use all of that space? So I hate feeling like some of our space is unused. So I really liked having Christmas in our family room. I really liked being able to utilize our kitchen and our dining room. I set up with all of our like desserts and set out like candy and stuff like that and and yeah. d did all of that. Like I liked doing that. I I I've been using my office a little bit more than I was and I liked doing that. I liked that your mom was in our spare room. Like I just I liked having that full house feeling. I I enjoy that. I like that you've really personalized the basement space and it is your man cave and it's your space and you're in it and we record down here and it's i i just really like to utilize our house and yeah. i feel like we did a better job of that this holiday season yeah which i got a i got a few more things to add to the cave for uh christmas which was pretty cool some stuff that uh, I do have set up already and some stuff that I'll uh, get set up later. So What I'm was one excited. of your favorite gifts this year? We got a lot of stuff. We got some good stuff. Um, 
the big Lebowski shelf thing sitter thing of of the dude that wasn't even like that was not even like a real christmas gift either i know but that's very cool uh which that's been sitting in the living room so i've been i've been seeing it's it like every day, this so. little big lebowski like um um plot it's like a plastic head but like a plush body and it has a pull string to like says like lines from the movie yeah and it's actual dialogue from the movie yeah. it's not like it's somebody doing a voice or like yeah. a like a uh it doesn't sound. That's no, just like your opinion, man. Yeah, it sounds actually like the movie, which yeah. is really cool. Like the speaker on it is really good. Um, uh, your mom, your mom got me a really cool flight set mm-hmm. of four glasses with a flight, and I love it. It's yeah. fantastic, um, and we've already used it once or twice. Twice, we've used it twice already. Um, I love it. It's, yeah, it's and, fantastic. And that is from a um, local company, I believe, called Protea and Thistle, and we'll, we will um, tag them. But we bought it at a local like farmer's market. Or yeah. she bought it, sorry. I was with her, but she bought it at a local farmer's market. Um, and we'll tag them in it. But yeah, it's yeah. four cute little Pilsner glasses on like the wood. And then you got me a uh, whiskey glass that says the dog father on it. And my mom got me a shirt that says uh, greatest dog dad in the galaxy. And it looks like Star Wars. Yeah. So those are pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a good year. It was yeah. a good year. Yeah. So what about you? What was, what, what did you get that you liked? Um, so I really wanted this nice outdoor garbage can. <laughs> And I put it on my Christmas list for my mom because she still asks me to give her a Christmas list. And she yelled at me and said, Jessica, I will not be buying you a garbage can. This is the stupidest thing you've ever said to me. And she bought me my garbage can. I'm very excited. It's nice, though. She's like, I thought it was just like going to be a stupid, like regular garbage can. I'm like, well, if it was just a regular garbage can, I would have bought it for myself. But it's like a nice, like outdoor, like garbage can. So she bought me that, which was cool. I really liked that. I'd like to say for the record, if I had bought the garbage can, I would have got the third degree because appliances are not gifts. You do not buy me a garbage can. You are my husband. That's disgusting. <laughs> but my mother, no, that's great. Um, What else did I get? Oh, my gosh. Now I'm like drawing a blank. Oh, Stephen got me a really cute stemless wine glass that has an anatomic heart on it. I am big on the anatomic heart. Like I do not want like heart jewelry. Um, but like anatomic heart, all about it, yeah. except for the heart next my mom got me when I was younger. It's a mother daughter one, but nonetheless, <laughs> um, that was cool. And then my mom got me these cool silicone oven mitts that have sprinkles on them that match your that other match stuff. my other like sprinkle stuff. That stuff's cool. Um, I got Bush Stick 16 Stone on vinyl, which is very cool. We'll have to listen to that. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I don't even. I got a lot of good stuff. Everything I got was good. My brother got me a bottle of Love's Baby Soft. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> Hashtag the seventies. You can't find that stuff everywhere. Yeah. Oh, speaking of your brother, your brother got me the Seattle Supersonics T-shirt with the original logo. Oh my gosh, I love it. Oh, he also got me a gem t-shirt. So he really kicked it back old school for me to the 80s, 70s and 80s with my Love's Baby Soft and my gem (laughs) t-shirt. So, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, everything was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Yeah. It's a good year. 
Yeah. It, I felt like we there was a lot of gifts this year, which was um, which was good. Uh, it just uh, I don't know. Like we're a family. We like yeah. We we love each other. We like to give each other. There stuff. were a lot of gifts. Yeah. And like my mom, so my mom asked us for a list, but this year was cool because I normally generally know what I'm getting from her. And this year, she, I guess she was talking to my aunt. And she's like, I just don't always want. She always knows. And my aunt's like, Well, I have her Amazon like wish list and my mom's like well why don't I have that and so she went on it and so she got me like a couple things that I wasn't expecting that you know you just toss in your Amazon wish list or whatever which was cool and oh and she got me too her and my dad got me this stemless wine glass that has like a cutout of Santa on it and it says he sees you when you're sipping (laughs) that was cute too so I don't know I feel like I got a lot of stuff this year but I feel like I got a lot of stuff that people got me because they know me yeah which was like sweet like i i don't just feel like i got stuff yeah i feel like i got stuff from people who love me and are like these things made me think of you yeah and that to me is like means a lot that's like how i give gifts that's what i try to do when i give people gifts is like this is like like you got me a hootie and the blowfish like tank top like we're going to see hootie and the blowfish this summer and i love hootie and the blowfish and you got like yeah you know it's stuff like that like i so yeah i like that it's the way it should be yeah so it's like we got i mean we got a lot of stuff i we did get a lot of stuff. We yes. did. Um, and it's just a lot. We're very lucky. We're we're very blessed. Yeah. We you know, we we work hard for what we have and I'm grateful that we were able to host Christmas. I'm grateful that we were able to have this home and and do this for our family to host this Christmas. I'm grateful I was able to we were able to get all of the gifts that we got for everybody and do all of that and I'm grateful for all of the things everybody got us and that we were grateful to have this this time for everybody and as I get older man it's life is so weird as you get older like I I am now one of those people that I would be rolling my eyes at, at a, as I was 20 because like I I'm getting it now I'm getting yeah. what they mean I I've said this before I will say it again I flash back to being 20 some years old working at my old job with Phil and telling him, man, I feel like time's flying and him looking at me. And this is, this is what, almost 15 years ago and him being like, wait till you're my age. And I'm not even his age yet when he said that to me and I'm already like, holy hell, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like time this year went fast. Time is flying. And I, I think about us, I think about our relationship how we've only been we've only known each other for not even five years. Yep. And like how quickly time goes and how part of me feels like part of me already feels like we're robbed of time together. Yeah. But I think also we're getting our best years. Yeah, for sure. Like we're we're the best version of ourselves. Crap, this is gonna be like some weird sentimental year for me. I can already feel it. Um the thing is is like uh, I, I look I look at how our Christmas went with our families and I think about I, I think about the fact that like 
yes, there were a lot of gifts, but it also shows that we're all doing really well. Yeah, exactly. We're all and, we're all in a the, we're I all don't in a good mean, spot. It's not like they're like lavish or anything, but it's, no, but it's, it's just, that we're all, we are doing well. We are we have a lot to be grateful for, and we want to share that with each other. Yeah. We want to express that what we have in showing how much we love each other and find little things to share with each other. Yeah. And like, that is what I feel like this Christmas was. I don't feel like it was just, Oh, we bought each other stuff and this person wanted this and check it off. It was, this made me think of you. I'm getting you this. This made me think of you. I just, it just felt different. I, everybody, it just felt different. I feel like everybody felt just, I don't know. It, yeah, it was it, just, a, it was a it was a really good Christmas. Yeah, just everybody being together and happy and wrapping paper flying all over and talking and laughing and sweating in the furnace of our kitchen and <laughs> just trying to and, do everything. And, you know, some people in our family have some really good things coming up this year and some big changes going on and yeah. new things happening. And I just feel. I don't know. I'm very overcome right now. Yeah. For a moment. Sorry. No, no, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And and also uh the pup she got more gifts this year than she's ever gotten. She, <laughs> she during the time we were opening gifts, I think she went through three toys. Oh my gosh. She was like panting like a fool. She was hot too and she's playing with her toys and she's running around. And she was like wanting attention while we were opening stuff and so mm-hmm. I I would give her a toy and then she'd rip that one to oh, shreds yeah. and then she'd want another toy and I'd give her a toy. So like <clears throat> I think during this last week um I think she got somewhere around like eight or ten gifts yeah. just because like your mom had something for her, your my mom yeah. had something for her, we had stuff for her, we had stuff from last year we didn't give her. We got stuff from this year we still haven't given yeah, her. Yeah, that'll still get next year. Yeah. So like she's had a she's had a crazy run yeah. and you could tell this morning she's like looking at us this morning going, All right, when yeah, no, when are we getting needs, back to our routine? Yeah. I need I, to get uh, back to my routine too. I'm not I got no energy today. Like I got knocked with a migraine as well during our vacation a couple days after christmas which i'm not surprised our weather has been terrible and the new medication i'm on doesn't seem to be doing what i was hoping it would do so i need to work on get that figured out and and that was five days of our vacation was you with a migraine Mm, maybe like four still maybe three or four i I think yesterday was finally the first day yesterday i woke up and was like it was like one of those commercials where you're like, hello, morning, good morning, Mr. Sunshine, who isn't even there, but I think he might be anyway inside of me. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, and then last night was New last, Year's. Last night was New Year's, which uh, we watched the uh, uh, the New Year's bash in Nashville. Yeah, the Nashville. The country, country bash. yeah. In Nashville. And uh, we got to see a lot of the artists that we're going to talk about um here in our entertainment section this this uh podcast yes ladies and gentlemen it is time (laughs) for the annual second annual second annual if we can just say end of the year ogle awards affectionately known as the (laughs) oglies Yeah. Um, so just to give people a brief rundown, if you didn't hear last year's podcast, uh, this is the 10th year for me that I have uh, looked at my year in music and 
uh, for lack of a better term, given uh, my own personal like uh, stats of top ten uh, favorite artists, favorite you're, male artists, yeah, favorite female own, artists, your awards, my own awards for the year, and these are not things that are just came out in 2023 Correct. because there are so much music there's so much entertainment there's so many things that i haven't seen haven't heard before that i heard this year or saw this year and jessica the same and so i told him i said if we just did 2023 if we took the time to just look at all the entertainment that came out in 2023 and listen to it all and watch it all that would literally be all we did. Like, I have a life, too, and I would yeah. like to experience fresh air. Yes. Um, and so we did um, we did some some awards. We've expanded it from last year. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's a bit more. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's – but it's not encompassed to things that only came out in 2023. No. I need to stress that because there's a lot of stuff that I had never heard or she had never heard or seen before that came out a couple of years ago or even further back than that, it's and simply we discovered what, it. Yes, it's simply what we discovered in 2023, what we listened to, what we watched, what we liked, what we found in 2023, and what we thought was deserving of an ugly. Yes. So uh, we're going to start off with... Uh, something that's uh, a, a little a little different than uh, entertainment and stuff, and that is favorite purchase. What was your favorite purchase this year? My award, my ogly for my favorite purchase goes to <laughs> my Subaru Crosstrek. Hey, yeah. all right, yeah. all right. That was a yeah. good purchase. Yeah, I it like was. It. I'm down with it. I'm yeah. down with it. That was yeah. good. That was good. That was good. Mine is my PlayStation Five. Ah. Uh. I've wow. gotten more. That was this year. That was, yep. I purchased it on New Year's Day and it showed up like five days later. I must have been hungover or something yep. for allowing such a thing. Yep. I bought it on New Year's Day and uh, yeah, that's been a great purchase. Um, we're going to go, some of these we're going to go through quicker than others, but it is what it is. We've Fa just got some random categories. Yeah. Here. Uh, favorite bite to eat? I believe we are. Both presenting our Oglies to the same yes, place for this. Yes, we are. Do the honors. This pl this is going to Biscuit Bitch in, in, in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, my gosh. Best breakfast biscuit I've ever had yeah. in my whole life. Yeah, so amazing. Oh, my like, gosh. If I could have brought their biscuits home with me, they sell like frozen biscuits, I would have. Are you kidding me? If we could get them to move here. I know. <laughs> oh could I get God. a Biscuit Bitch in Plymouth, please? Yeah, no kidding. Oh my gosh. Great place, great atmosphere, good good stuff. Favorite brewery. Are we also ogling the same on this? Yes, I believe we are. Let's say it together. In three, two, one. Von, Von Ebert. Ebert Brewing. Woo! Yes. And that is in Portland. Yes. Yes. Man, so great spot. this is from our honeymoon road trip. Yep. Uh, favorite cider of the year? My, I believe we're both coming from Blake's, but, we my, are. but mine's different than yours. What is yours? Mine is going to be Blake's Original Hard Cider, which I had never had their original hard cider with the little apple guy that looks like Miss Minutes on it. <laughs> um, I'd never had that one until we went to the tap room in Imlay City. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Nice. So that was pretty good. And I had at the tap room in Imlay City when we went, I had the cherry limeade and 
it changed my year. That was in June, and then the rest of the year, I was all about cider. Like, I love cider. So the irony is, he had the cherry limeade sip before because I had had it, but he acts like that never existed it until was, he went to the tap room. Yeah, but it just Here's wasn't. the thing about Steven. When I met Steven, I just drink ambers. The only thing that I can drink is ambers. <laughs> and then, a little bit further in your relationship, I drink sours. The only thing that I can drink is sours. And now we're at... I drink ciders. The only thing that I can drink is ciders. So I can only wonder what 2024 is going to bring for us. If you look at that progression, the sours into ciders is actually not that far of a stretch. I'm just saying. It's not uh, that far of a stretch. You're a stretch. Um, a favorite food that Jess made. This is a rando category that was shoved on here, I see. Yep, and it's one... I don't uh, even recall cooking this year. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she made a banana bread with chocolate and white chocolate uh, chips on it uh, and in it. Uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, best best thing she made all year. And then she made it again, like, yesterday. I made it for him yesterday. Oh, because as a I surprise. Had, I did, yeah. Because I knew he, he was saying that this was it. Because I said, this is a Stephen-only category. I'm not giving an ogly for this, but I yeah. do make a killer banana bread. And I had a few bananas that were on the verge of committing suicide yesterday. And so I tossed them into a banana bread while I was making my um, bean and ham soup. Yeah. I was a regular pioneer woman yesterday, you guys. I had my soup on the stove, my banana bread in the oven. It was adorable. Yep. All right, so moving on from random stuff, now this uh, we're getting into the wrestling category. As, as, this is as, a new category as well. I, I begrudgingly am participating in this category. As our uh, listeners know, we watch a lot of wrestling on this show, um, and uh, so we got some categories. I'm going to start at the bottom of our list, oh. Jess, and I'm going to start with this the most... Is, this is my category. Yeah, yeah. Most overrated wrestler. And the Oakley goes to <laughs> CM Punk. That's what she chooses. Um, I choose Jeff Jarrett because I hate him with a passion. I cannot stand when that man comes on screen. I want to change the channel. Um, And I I feel like Jess is not that animate about CM Punk, but she just dislikes him, I think. Ironically, I'm wearing an oversized CM Punk hoodie (laughs) at this moment. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Um, Favorite storyline of the year, I think. Think we have? Uh, did we both pick the same? No, thing? I picked something else, and I don't remember what they're called. Oh, I just remembered what they're called. Go for it. My ugly goes to Judgment Day. Oh, that's great. But what I had written was Ria's group because <laughs> I couldn't remember until this second what yeah. they were called. Hey, mom, mommy's always yes. on top. Man. Judgment Day. Ju- I put. I've been enjoying them. Oh, they're great. That's that's good. Um, for me, I picked the split between Jimmy and Jay, the Usos. I I cannot I cannot wait until. The build into WrestleMania that we're going to get in the next few months, they're going to put those two against each other again to finish the story. I cannot wait. Like there's the the sibling rivalry between them two, and it's gonna it's gonna be great. I, I think I think it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, so that was that was my favorite storyline that I've cool. seen so far. Um, favorite male tag team, I believe we both chose FTR. I put FTR, I guess. Now, I put I guess because I haven't seen them in a million years. And I'm also very, very particular about tag teams. Yeah, you're old school like your brother. I am old school about tag teams. And I think about 97% of the tag teams out there aren't tag teams. So I picked FTR. And I'm just going to go right into the female tag teams. And my response is, I don't know any. (laughs) 
There's only one female tag team there that's, is. that's a legit so tag team I that guess, wasn't just thrown together. Yes, and I that's guess the Kaden ugly goes to Caden and Katana. And I, I would prefer it to go to Caden and Casey, if I can be honest. Yeah. Because this Katana business is dreadful yeah that was a vince mcmahon decision. yes and her name was casey it was caden and casey when they were in nxt and when he brought him up he named her katana yeah was i weird. feel like she's like i don't know from an anime or something yeah she got she got the katana name before she got moved up to nxt but it's when vince took a, took over nxt yeah. and triple h was out um so yeah uh right. favorite male wrestler steven what do you got la knight you were my ugly goes to Cody Rhodes. Oh, what? Yeah. What? It does. Oh, my God. He got me. Wow. He got me. He he got me. He has he has been wrestling every day, basically. Yeah. He he. So it's kind of like we talked about Laney Wilson, Entertainer of the Year. Yeah. How has she surpassed some of these people selling out stadium tour? Change change your perspective. It's not about selling out. It's about literally entertaining every day. She has been out there doing it. Yeah. So whether it's been opening for a big band or doing so whatever. So Cody has been wrestling like every day. Cody has been bridging, bringing guys into WWE. He has been boom the face. He has been charismatic. He, He got me. That's fantastic. He got me. That is fantastic. I, and I'm, I'm woman enough to admit it. And Brock Lesnar shook his hand when yep. their feud was over I in the ring. Wrote, I even wrote surprise in case you peeped my list. Um, it, the uh, And, and I got I to gotta go back to this because the Brock shaking his hand and raising his arm was ad-lib from Brock. Cody Rhodes, you can look at his face. He was completely shocked yeah. that Brock Lesnar did that. Yeah. like um, I Talk about putting somebody over. He and and watching him in like the press comp, I was like, "Oh, this guy's got it! Like this guy could be like the next Triple H. Like yeah. this guy, he's got everything that you you he, would need. He has to be the guy to beat Roman. Yeah, he's he is he will be. He has to. be. Yeah, there's nobody else. Yeah, he has. So, to be. Um, and you chose Cody. I, Cody is very close, very close for me, but I chose L.A. Knight because I think L.A. Knight in the last year has overcome everything that Vince threw at him. Oh, and, I love and L.A. Knight. Some. Don't and, get me wrong. And, I do. And the reason is that I pick L.A. Knight is because if you watch anybody, anybody's music hit, and you watch the fans, yeah. when L.A. Knight's music hits, they show the fans like they did in the Attitude Era when Austin's music hit or The Rock's music yeah. hit because everybody comes out of their seat for L.A. Night. I would say that and then Jay's oh, Jay, arm. Oh, Jay, Jay yeah. Uso's arm thing, arm wave with the crowd. Oh, my gosh. Like two two of the most over guys. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and and – and uh, yeah, and and then there's Seth Rollins as well. Yeah. But my my main pick, top guy for me, favorite male wrestler, L.A. Knight. Yeah. Uh, favorite female wrestler, Mommy. Oh, absolutely. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. She is, uh, next level. I don't think that there is one person in WWE that is competition for her. There's nobody on her level. There isn't. Nobody. And I think that's a shame. And what's crazy is. Is that you mentioned? You mentioned that you called Judgment Day Rhea's 
Rhea's group. Um, she's helping those guys get over. Yeah, she is. I my only concern is that that she's gonna get too. Because then, what do they do with her? Look at what they've done with Roman. Yeah, that's that's my only thing to say. Yeah, no, I know, but because I, I got I got mad last year when they pulled Bianca Belair when they took the title from her and she had the title for a year and Roman was on his second or third yeah. year at that point and I was like, it's insane to me that a woman can't have the title for more than a year, but a man can. Rhea is that woman, and yeah. Rhea needs to keep that title for a while. There is nobody on her level right now, and she's got to bring people up to her. Um, but yeah, Rhea's. Mommy's always on top. That was my choice as well, was uh, Rhea yeah. Ripley. Uh, male breakout star. I believe we both picked yeah. Trick Williams. Trick, Wh- trick Willie. Trick Willie. Whoop that trick. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I cannot wait to see what his 2024 year is going to be. I think he's got a title shot uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, he's great. He's on NXT. So... I'm excited to see what happens with Trick Williams. I think he has surpassed everybody in NXT. His popularity, his charisma. Yeah. Um, it's it's fantastic to see where he's come in the last year. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see where he goes. Female breakout star. I mean, I really think there's only one answer. Like there's, oh, the ugly for both sides goes to Tiffany Stratton. There's yeah. and I don't know why I'm so like I don't want her to get it. I don't know. I don't know why you're like that either because I think she's absolute gold. She is. Maybe she reminds me too much of Charlotte and I can't stand Charlotte. But she's her own thing. The way she talks, her own personality. I mean, she's a blonde girl like Charlotte, but but that's all they have in common. Charlotte both look like Barbies and I guess maybe that's just... Tiffany Stratton's supposed to look like a Barbie though. That's part of her gimmick. I know. That's part of her gimmick. Um, I would also like to say from my side, a close second is Julia Hart over in AEW. She's really come along. Yeah, she has. Really come along. Um, Overall, favorite wrestler, male, female, every single company, overall star. Uh, We did not choose the same person. Go for it, In a category of his own, he is the king. He is the tribal chief. <laughs> the ugly goes to Roman Colgate Reigns. <laughs> so you're acknowledging your tribal chief. Oh, I will acknowledge my tribal chief. <laughs> you set yourself up for that one. Um, I chose LA Knight. Um, going back to the reasons why. I understand of, why you did what you did. Yeah. It was wrong, but I understand. Roman, Roman is is on another level. Roman, that is, that I is will, why I, I will picked, say that. Yeah. I picked him because he is on another level. So you are saying overall, like just overall yep. favorite wrestler. Like Roman is, sur- he surpassed, he's, they have built him to be another level. Like when, when Roman is gone, no matter who beats him, there will be a hole. Yes. Because you you can't replicate. Like, you can, there will always be somebody new. Everybody is replaceable. But there will be a hole for a minute. Because what they have created with Roman Reigns is is unique. They've created Everest. Like, I don't know what what else compares to what they've created with Roman Reigns. He is. I don't know enormous. who else to compare that to. Yeah, I mean, he's he is the mountaintop. So it's like you can't. Yeah. 
I don't know what will surpass that one day. Yeah. Now, I picked L.A. Knight because, for me, uh, Roman being gone all the time drives me crazy sometimes. I love Roman, but I think that sometimes he's not there enough. I get that. that. And that bugs me, whereas L.A. Knight's there every week. And as somebody who doesn't watch this stuff weekly... It doesn't. It doesn't affect you. As correct. Much. Yeah. But I get that. And I, I and and we'll go a month and not see Roman, yeah. and I'm like, oh, like but come when on. When he comes back, when he comes back, it's electric. That it is boy absolutely sparkles. Electric. Yeah. Good times. All right, that's all for our wrestling. We're gonna move on to uh, we have we have quite a few categories to hit, babe. So we gotta speed this up a little bit. All right, I, babe. I, I apologize. Uh, we have movies, so. Uh, we're going to start at the... Everyone get your pens and pencils so you know what to watch and what to listen to coming we're gonna, up. Oh, once again, we're going to start at the bottom of the list. Okay. So, a uh, movie that surprised you this year, I believe we both picked the same thing, a movie that we watched that didn't come out in 23, uh, came out a couple years ago, I believe we picked... The the Oakley goes to... Parasite. Parasite. This movie was absolutely insane. Parasite was insane. amazing. It had everything. Yeah. It's a Korean film. Um, and like, it won Oscars. Like we've said before, yes, it won. Yeah, it won at our film, American Film Festivals. Yeah, um, like we've said before, if you do watch it, um, depending on your you know hearing and audio styles and what you can and can do, I would recommend watching it in its Korean language with English subtitles. Yep, for sure. It has everything. It's it's a at its core, I would say it's a, a dramedy and a satire on class in elitism and society um but it's it's fantastic it's an amazing movie yeah it's just amazing um i I, I would i would recommend it yeah for sure um we have sunday night movie night uh, as our listeners know yes and what we did was is that we chose uh best and worst movie picks for each other, so I and cho- ourselves, uh, and ourselves. So I chose Jess's best movie and my best movie. I chose Jess's worst movie and my worst movie, and vice versa. So, okay. uh, my best pick for myself, I chose Terminator Two: Judgment Day because that okay. movie is amazing. Okay. And for you, my best pick was Spoiler Alert. Well. In an interesting turn of events, my ogly for my best pick also goes to Spoiler Alert. Oof, boy. Spoiler Alert we talked about before. Um, it's based on a true story. Yep. And it stars Jim Parsons and is about the story of him and his partner. Yep. Um, and their relationship as, you know, one of them is diagnosed with cancer and just like their love story. And it's just beautifully done. It's one of the best movies I've seen, period. Yep. Um, and that was also, that was my favorite pick. Of mine, my best movie pick of Stevens was Michael Clayton, which is definitely an older movie, but it stars George Clooney. Slow burn, suspense thriller yep. movie, it, the likes of which you don't see as much anymore. It has George Clooney and the late Tom Wilkinson, who just passed I away believe, this weekend. Is Tilda Swinton in that, mm, or am I thinking of? I don't. I don't remember. Okay, her being don't in quote it. me. Don't yep. quote me. Yep. But yeah, uh, fantastic movie. Love yep. it. Yep, it's good. Uh, the worst pick that Jessica had for a Sunday night movie uh, was a movie called Triangle of Sadness. I absolutely hated every second of it. Um, <laughs> aside from a few moments with Woody Harrelson, I think that everything else in the movie was absolutely atrocious, and I hated the ending. Uh, my worst pick was Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, because it was such a letdown 
after Terminator 2 being so epic, when they finally re- came out with Terminator 3, it just, it, it was, it was a, it was an okay movie. Um, but coming up after Terminator 2, one of the greatest sequels of all time, it just, it just fell, fell way down, um, in my opinion. So my Oglies for worst Sunday night movies in another turn of events. I also give my worst one to Triangle of Sadness with an asterisk. Oh boy. Because I did not hate it, but I had to pick my worst. Like, I look at it as my least favorite of them. Yep. So Triangle of Sadness, I do recommend because it's totally a different kind of film and just branch out and watch something different. It's done in three parts. And I will say those parts are in order from best to worst. (laughs) And so the first part was good. Yeah. The middle part was like, okay. And then the third part, I was like, well, that was an interesting way to end this movie. So there you have it. Um, Steven, plug your ears. The uh, Oakley for Steven's worst pick goes to Star Wars Episode Three. Y'all, I hate live action Star Wars movies. I don't like them. I don't like them at all. <laughs> you want to ask me what my favorite animated Star Wars show is or something? I'm down. But yeah. I don't like live action stuff. So of all the movies he picked, which doing Sunday night movies, it sounds like it's a lot of movies. But when I looked back at our spreadsheet cut in half to pick through ours, I was like, oh, we don't have a lot to pick. And he did a lot of things like he picked six Terminator movies. He picked all the Star Wars movies. So like it was a little harder for me to decide what, you know. Yeah. So. All right. Um, So top five movies watched. All year. Theater, home, at to anything. Uh you know what? Hold up. Let's hold that one off. Whoa, let's whoa, hold that whoa, let's let's whoa, hold that. We'll whoa. come sorry. Ah! Uh let's skip that and let's do favorite movie in theater. My, uh, go ahead. Okay. My Ogly for the favorite movie in the theater goes to Oppenheimer. That is a nice choice. That is a nice mm-hmm. choice. It is it is okay to be wrong. Uh, because the best movie in theater that I saw was Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Of course, you would pick one of your superheroes. <laughs> oh, gosh. That, that movie, movie was good. That movie was amazing. It was um, very good. It made me cry. Yep. All right. So um, now we have top five movies that we watched all year. And I said in order. So did you put yours in order? Because the Maybe. Or- I guess. I don't know. You, I, ha- you have to read them. I can read them in the order in which they are written. Yep, that's the order in which they are. Fine. So go for it. Your top five. Oppenheimer. Okay. Barbie. Okay. Spoiler alert. Ooh. Greatest beer run ever. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Menu. The the Menu made your top five? I loved it. Wow. You know I love stuff like that. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, my top five in order from, uh, I will go from five to one. Of course you will. Yeah. Like, freaking seriously. <laughs> you got to make everything so difficult. So My uh, brain has to go backwards. So my number five movie is uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. My number four movie is The Woman King. Mm. I loved that movie. Viola Davis was amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'd watch that again. That was great. Oppenheimer is number three. Wow. Spoiler alert is number two. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is number one. Nice. Nice. Yep. Uh, that is, that is, uh, 
I recommend all five of those movies. They I, will give I you. I recommend all five of my movies. Yeah, they will give you five. I will also recommend all five of Steven's movies. Yeah, I would recommend yours as well. I mean, so, they will give you a very rounded, uh, very well-rounded genre. As does mine. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So now we have uh, top five female characters and top five male characters. Okay. Um, which. Which one would you like to do first, male or female? I'm going to go, we'll save the best for last, so I'm going to go with the top five male. Okay, cool. I'm good with that. My top five male for the Oglies are Oppenheimer from Oppenheimer. Yep. Otto from A Man Called Otto. Oh. Played by Tom Hanks. Okay. Chicky from Greatest American Beer Run, played by (laughs) Zac Efron, because I thought he was great, and I thought Zac Efron did an, a great job in that role. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Ralph Fiennes from The Menu, because <laughs> I thought he was great. And he was sinister as well. He was, like, not, like, a bad guy, but he was scary, I thought. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And Brad Pitt and Bullet Train. Wow, Brad Pitt and Bullet Train. I thought he was great. Yeah. I just, I, you know, I forget how great of an actor he is because he's not in as much stuff and there's all kinds of like real life drama with him and stuff. But like, I thought he was great in Bullet Train. Yeah. I thought he was fantastic. I would agree with that. Yeah, he was good. What about you? Um, I picked, uh, I cannot say his last name, Michael As- Asalio from Spoiler Alert. That well, you was said f- top five characters. Yes. Oh, that's his name. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's uh, Jim Parsons. Yeah. He he played the main character in Spoiler Alert. He I, was great. That was absolutely one of the greatest film roles I've ever seen. Yeah, I think his he was great. his his ability to tell emotion, show emotion, and tell a story, and 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 his connection to the story and reading the book and all yeah. that. I I loved it. I loved yeah. every second of that movie. It was fantastic. But his his role was great. I picked Oppenheimer from Oppenheimer. Once again, I think Cillian Murphy did an amazing job. Yeah, he did. Um, I, it just it, insane. Um, I picked uh Jake from Happiness for Beginners. I can't believe you picked. That's hilarious. Which is uh, Luke, Luke Grimes. Luke Grimes. Uh, he was really good in it. I thought his character was so much more than I expected. Yeah. And I liked his character a lot. I didn't know where that movie was going, and then and and you see him in the beginning, but then when you see him the next time, you're like, "Oh crap, this I is like going to be great." I like his acting style. His yeah. as an actor, yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, I picked Otto from a man called Otto because uh, that that role stuck with me all year. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 like it, it just did. Yeah. Like there's so much about that character that I I see in myself, and it really stuck with me. Um, and then I picked Miles Morales from Spider-Man okay. Across the Spider-Verse. I, I think that the story they're telling with those with those movies with Miles Morales, uh, watching him grow up in, in animated form is so cool. Yeah. Um, the story's different, the way they show you visually, and, and I just think that his character is is a well written character and, and it's it's cool. I like it a lot. So all right, we'll save the best for last on the movies. The last of the movie categories, top five female characters. I feel for, like ladies mine, first. I feel like mine are random. Mine are a little bit random, but go for it. Like looking at my movie picks, they don't match up. Yeah. Um. So my first ugly goes to Becky. Yep. From the Becky movies, the rat Becky and the Wrath of Becky that we watched, the horror movies we watched, the yep. girl that played Becky because Becky was amazing. Yep. Um. Annie from Hereditary. Hereditary, okay. played by Tony Collette. Yep, the scene, her grieving scene 
I can still hear and picture. Oh my like, gosh. That was gut wrenching. I, I don't. I, I've never seen gr- grief portrayed like that on screen. And that was like, wow. I can't even imagine what her day was like trying to prepare for yeah. that scene. I like, feel like she should win an award for just that scene. Yeah, that was crazy. I picked Lou, um, Alice and Janie from Lou. Okay. Because I thought she was totally amazing in that movie. Yeah. I picked Emily from Emily the Criminal. <laughs> yeah, that was... I forgot we watched it. That Aubrey was good. Plaza. Yeah, that was good. And then I picked The Woman King. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So we have a couple of the same. I also picked the uh, uh, Nanacea from uh, the, the Woman King. I hope I said that right. Um, I picked Annie from Hereditary, and I picked Becky from yeah. Becky. Uh, my other two that are different from yours is I picked uh, Stephanie Smothers from A Simple Favor. Okay. I think Anna Kendrick was absolutely stellar in that role. Um, like she does awkward very well and quirky very well, yeah. and she does that in those. Yeah, um, she plays a character well that will make you think she's being run over very well, and I think that like she she was on all cylinders yeah. there. I thought that she was, was fantastic. Good. Um, and then my other character out of there was Gloria from Barbie. I think Amer- America Sh- Sh- Ferrara. Ferrara. I want to say Chavez is your character. From yeah, yeah. America Marvel. Ferrara. Uh, the speech that she gives in Barbie was by far the best thing I saw all year from any woman on any television show, movie, anything. That speech that she gives in Barbie was absolutely epic about yeah. what it's like to be a woman. And I, I remember seeing that in the theater, just thinking to myself, like. This, everyone needs to see this. Yeah. Even if it's just not from a movie, they need to see this scene mm-hmm. if they don't watch the whole movie. Like, that was one of the one of the best things I've ever seen in cinema. Yeah. I loved it. Like, yep. it, it, was, it was fantastic. Yeah, that was great. All right. So, now, we are moving on to TV. Man. Yeah. We got a lot of oglies left. We got a lot left. All right. So, we're going to start at the bottom. A category for Jess that was very hard for her to pick. Favorite procedural? 911. She picked 911. I picked Chicago PD because I have a hard time picking a favorite character off Oh my that gosh. Show. I love I, it. I'm, I think it was Christmas Eve. We're at yeah. my parents' house and he's talking to my mom about PD and he's like, Well, I really love Atwater and I really like Burgess and then I really like Halstead and I really like Aaron. And my mom's like, Steven, that's the whole cast. <laughs> he's like, I just really like the show. <laughs> I'm like, Literally, you're just naming off every cast member on the show. Yep. I love Al. I love, I love Aaron Halstead. Like, Voight's probably, like, close to the bottom, unless you absolutely need him right now where we're at in the story, yeah. but he's growing on me, but yeah. 911. I, yeah. I love 911. You you guys know that. My my listeners know how I feel about 911. <laughs> Most memorable episode. Uh, you know what? No, we're going to save that. That's a tease. We're going to okay. save that one for dead last. That's okay. dead last. Um, let's do favorite uh continuing TV show that a show that was going on in 22 going on in 23 and it's going to happen in 24 it's still moving forward what'd you pick uh, my ugly goes to 911 911 all right i picked star trek strange new worlds i think every episode is amazing on show. that show it is the best star trek thing i've seen since watching next generation uh deep space 9 and voyager with my dad um i I love, I love Strange New Worlds. It is so good. And uh, Captain Pike. Easy on the eyes, ladies, if you're looking for a Star Trek to watch. Captain Pike is amazing. 
Such a, such a good show. Such yeah, a good show. I do like Pike. I like it a lot. Uh, favorite new show that we watched. You know that you skip TV shows that ended. Did you do that on purpose? Oh, uh, we'll come back to that. Okay. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Favorite new show. Favorite new show, which is this is actually a show that started in twenty three. What'd you pick? Uh, my ugly goes to the show Will Trent. Will Trent. All yeah. right. All right. Yeah. I didn't watch that show, but I've heard it because it's, of you watching it. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Very good show. Yeah. I picked Shrinking. Also a good show. Yes. I cannot wait for season yep. two. Yeah. I can't wait for a season two for Will Trent. And I will say we were watching during all of the stuff we were watching last night, especially on CBS, which apparently I watch a lot of CBS procedural programming, unaware <laughs> of this till last night when every commercial was talking about the shows that were coming back and like seven of the shows. I was like, well, I watch that. I watch that. I watch that. And then we saw new shows and we were like, oh, I was and like, don't start that over on me. like ABC or NBC too with like FBI shows and then my fire country and then all the NCISs. And I was like, holy smokes. Yep. You watch a lot of shows. But not like every week. Like it'll be like, oh, I haven't watched that in 10 weeks. I've got 10 episodes to watch. So, All right. So uh, favorite shows that ended. Okay. I've got just five. I've got four. Or what do you got? How many do you got? Uh, I got I got a few. I got okay. a few. So I just did four because he had four lines. Yep. That's what I put on there. So my Oglies for the my favorite shows that I watched that ended go to A Million Little Things, which was a really good show and had a really, really good ending. So there were some storylines throughout. I think it had about five seasons. Yeah. There were some storylines throughout that I didn't love or some things that happened that I didn't love, which is normal for a show. But it ended really, really well in a really heart-wrenching way, but a right way, like when it breaks your heart, but you're like, damn, that was the right way to do it. I wish that didn't have to happen, but that was the right way to end the show. Yep. Very good ending. Single drunk female was a show I watched that apparently I think was on like free form. Okay. Um, but it was about a girl who was a recovering alcoholic, probably in her early twenties. It had two seasons. I did not know it was canceled. So I am sitting here waiting for season three. When I'm reading an article about shows that were canceled and I was told that it was canceled in this article. Mm. It was a really good show. I really liked it. I think it was different. I think it was kind of fresh and I think the cast and stuff was really good. And so I'm disappointed that that's over. I really liked it. Blacklist. Although it was its time to go many moons ago. I will forever miss Raymond Reddington because if that show was still on. I would still be watching it and bitching about it and loving Raymond Reddington because James Spader's star power, his charisma as that character superseded the Swiss cheese plot holes and storylines that I've waited through for 10 years because he sparkled like a, like a beacon on top of that mountain. And I would watch him read the sports section to me. (laughs) <laughs> for an episode of The Blacklist <laughs> because he was so good at that. Yeah. Um, and then Big Sky. Big Sky is a show that probably like me and three other people watched. And it had three seasons. They were all very different seasons. And it did not get its footing until I would say midway through season three, which is its demise. And when season three ended, I thought to myself, 
is the show getting canceled? And I looked it up and there was no decision yet, but it ended in such a way that was like, is it over or is it not over? It could be over or it could not be over. And it got canceled. And I know it got canceled because it took too long to get its groove. Like NBC gave it or ABC gave it three seasons and it finally got its groove in season three when like Reba McIntyre was in season three and Jensen Eccles came in season three. And I think that was its best season probably, but it just was too late. But I really liked the show and it had two female leads, which I really liked and not just because of that, but because they were good leads. Yeah. So those were mine. Um, I picked a million little things. Uh, that was my number one. Yeah. That, that, that show I will miss. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't watch it the first three seasons and then I, it, they were already out when I started watching it and I did the whole binge watch thing. Um, so I, I, I I really liked that show a lot. I liked the way the last season went. Um, I loved the story with Maggie and Gary. I think it's one of the coolest and gut-wrenching storylines I've ever watched in television. Um, Just their whole story is like, it it has its ups and downs, but it feels like real life. Yeah. I really liked a lot of the characters on that show. The female characters, um, written well and strong. Yeah. Um, very similar to this is us in the way of like writing strong characters. So Mm -hmm. I really liked a million little things. Um, I put Loki on this list because I assume that Loki is probably done based on the finale, which we'll talk about that in a few weeks. Uh, but it was an epic finale, and it's been a gr- it's been the best Marvel show that's had more than one season. Um, and actually, I think it might be the only Marvel Disney show that's had more than one season. Now that I think about it, um, I I think it's been their best show. It's it's banging on all cylinders. It's connected to the movies. It's making it made it made up for what the movies could did not do for me as a Marvel okay. fan. Um, it it made it. It made everything important, even when Marvel was putting out movies that sucked, like Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, I put J- Jack Ryan on the list. I think Jack Ryan ended with a perfect bow. Yeah. Um, that final season. I agree with that. Like they filmed season three and four together at the same time, and they bridged an unended storyline from season one. Yep. That was enraging me in the back of my mind in season four. And that made me happy. Yeah. Um, and the, the cast was so awesome. Wendell Pierce, Wendell Pierce and John Krasinski played off each other very, very well. Yeah. I, I like Wendell Pierce a lot. I think he's a great actor. Like, and so, um, that, that show was on my list. And then I threw three shows in at the end that, uh, had all three had ups and downs, a love hate relationship with, um, Ted Lasso, Flash, and the Titans. Okay. Titans was canceled. Flash ended after nine seasons, which it should have ended probably around season five. And then Ted Lasso ended after three seasons, which was their plan. Um, and all three shows put a great bow on the series. Uh, but once again, like I said, love-hate relationship. All right. Um, next up, we have favorite miniseries limited series. All right. So my favorite was From Scratch. If you guys recall me watching that show, it's on Netflix. It started Zoe Saldana. It was based on a true story of this couple's like love story. It's about 10 episodes. I picked Fall of the House of Usher. 
Uh, that show was epic. If you like Edgar Allan Poe, uh, that is that is your show, man. Everything yeah. Edgar Allan Poe that could be is in there. It's fantastic. Um, okay, so uh, f- most... Uh, no, sorry, not most. Top five male characters, top five female characters. We're going to run through these a little bit faster than we did the rest. Okay, so you're jumping around. Okay. Yep. All right. My top five male characters are Joe Pickett from Joe Pickett, which I've already told you guys to watch. Bobby Gorin, because I've gotten into Law and Order Criminal Intent. And Vincent D'Onofrio is an underrated actor, y'all. He is just amazing. Yep. Walter Bishop from Fringe. Yep. My... Our Walter Bishop. Yep. Not Walter Nett. No. Walter Bishop. <laughs> Raymond Reddington, who I've already talked about. Yep. And I gave it up. I gave it to Ted Lasso. Oh. I did. All right. All right. I did not like the beginning of season three, but overall, Ted Lasso was a very good character. Yep. I would agree with that. Who were your five? Um, My five was Sheriff Hood from Banshee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Loki from Loki. Gary Mendez from A Million Little Things. Richard Castle from Castle. Oh, of course. I'm, I hate the fact that we're done with that we show. We finished our eight seasons of Castle. I might, uh, I'm tempted to put that on in the background while I'm working. I yeah, love Nathan. I could Nathan, have Castle on in the background. I love Nathan Philly. And I, I miss think Ryan and Espo. Yeah. I, the banter between those three was amazing. You watch eight seasons of a show binge watching, like intermittently, and you get connected to the cast. Yep. Um, and entertainment's my, weird. And my last one on the list is uh, uh, Walter from Fringe. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Top five female characters and go. <laughs> Athena Grant, played by Angela Bassett on 911. Y'all know. That's my girl. Olivia Dunham, Fringe. Ahsoka Tano. Oh! Animated Clone Wars. Oh. Told y'all, I don't like live action, but I like my animated Star Wars stuff. Sam from Somebody Somewhere. Okay, yep. And Martha Rogers from Castle. She plays Castle's mom. All right, so we have one in common, or two in common. I picked Olivia Dunham, and I picked Martha Rogers uh, from Castle. Uh, I picked, I watched the show The Outsider this year, and there's a character on there, Holly Gibney, and it is unlike any other character I've ever seen. The meticulousness, uh, the uh, just the the attention to detail, the dialogue that this that the actress had to memorize to say in scenes, absolutely steals every single scene. And she's not a main character; she's a supporting character, but she's in all the episodes, and she is she steals every single scene. Like, oh. I kept watching the show because of Holly Gibney. Cool. And she showed up in the third episode, and I was by the third episode, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching this. And then when she, when she arrived, I went, I have to see this. I have to cool. see this character. Um, <clears throat> I picked Gabby from Shrinking. Cool. I think that Gabby's character, uh, what's her name in real life? Jessica. Williams. Jessica Williams. Uh, I love that actress. I yeah. watch her in anything. She's good. But I think in Shrinking, she's amazing. She plays off of uh, Harrison Ford and um, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. She she plays off of them very well. Yeah. Um, and she she's a great actress. I can't wait to see what else she does and season two of Shrinking. And then my favorite uh, female character was Maggie Bloom from Amelia Little Things. Yeah. I think I, that actress, her ability to tell emotion and play a character that's uh, dealt with cancer that's 
uh, scared about having a kid while, while whether or not it's, it's going to affect her, whether or not she can have a kid, all these things, her and Gary, their relationship, oh, just beautiful story told. And uh, like that actress was amazing. Yeah. The whole time she was amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, that leaves us with two categories left. Yeah. Uh, what is your most memorable episode of television that you saw this year? I believe we have the same. We do. The Ogly goes to the episode of The Last of Us about Frank and Bill. Long, long time. Episode three. That was an amazing episode. That was a standalone episode. Yep. That was the love story of Frank and Bill and their life during the apocalypse, basically. Yeah. And it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. And I I would just go back and watch that episode. Yeah. You don't even have to watch the show. No. Just watch that episode. Yes. That episode was stellar. It was amazing. Uh, those two guys. We talked about that a lot when that came out. So yeah. that was that was great. Absolutely beautiful. All right. Last TV category. Fav- top five favorite shows in order. My Mine are just here. So in order for Steven. But my Oglies go to From Scratch, Banshee, Fringe, Joe Pickett and Will Trent. Oh, yes. All right. We're seeing a trend here with the uh, Will Trent thing. I'm mm-hmm. seeing that pop up a lot there. Uh, for mine, uh, my number five show was Superman and Lois. I think season five had one of the best storylines uh, for, for a Superman story that I've ever seen. Um, and the, the girl that plays Lois is absolutely, once again, the ability to deal with emotion and real life things. They grounded Superman in a in a way with Clark that I've never seen. Yeah, and they, I've seen that. I saw some of that show. Oh, it was pretty good. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. Number five. Uh, number four for me was A Million Little Things. Number three was Shrinking. Number two was Loki. And number one was Banshee. If you have never seen Banshee, go watch Banshee. Not with your children. Not with your children. I did not watch a better show this year than yeah, Banshee. Banshee was amazing. Over that, everything. Yeah, I agree. Banshee was definitely the number one. Banshee was is not like anything else. I would I would dare say I think it's on Max or yes. yeah. I I would dare say buy yourself a month of Max to watch to binge the four seasons of Banshee. It's worth it. Oh, it was it's amazing. It. So I would good. say my the best thing I watched all year over wrestling, over movies, yeah. over every TV show, over everything that I saw on television, it's, Banshee was it's the crazy. number one thing It has thing everything in it. The cast, the storylines, it's wacky, it's crazy, it's amazing. It's like, holy crap, are they going to go there while well, they went there? Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. But For, it's crazy. Frankie Faison and Anthony Starr, absolutely stellar. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Anthony. what a what a great, or Anton, is it Anthony? Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy who plays Homelander in The mm-hmm. Boys. All right, so we got our music. We are. This is going to be a longer episode. We're running. I hope you're settled in with us for a little bit more, probably at least about twenty minutes. We'll 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 see how it runs. All right. So now the yeah, Oglies for music. Oglies for music. I'm going to start at uh, the bottom. Now you know what. Let's start at the top. We'll do this one top down. Okay. Favorite male artist. Me. Yes. My Ogly for favorite male artist or band. Goes to uh, Dirks Bentley. I knew it. Man, you're welcome. I got you back into oh, Dirks. I used to love Dirks a long time ago, back in the day. And then he came out with a song called 5150 and we broke up. And we got back together this summer when his new album came out. 
and it made me listen to so that's gravel and gold and then it made me listen to the mountain which is the one that came before it and we got back together and we've been happy ever since (laughs) um my pick uh for favorite male artist uh and also is my uh, favorite new artist, so same category for me on this one, uh, is Jordan Davis. Oh, I am not surprised. Jordan Davis is absolutely stellar. His stage presence was great. His album is great. His story writing is great. I I, I love everything about it. I told Steven he could have one concert this year that we splurged a little bit on tickets to be close to be, and that was, he did it on Jordan Davis. Yeah, we'll be seeing Jordan Davis in so what, April? Got, yeah. and, and we're like third row or something? Well, their floor, their general, their floor seats, like yeah. their floor, I think they're standing. Yeah. But their general admission floor, so we got to get there and we can be right up front. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Cannot wait. All right, favorite female artist? My mo- my Mowgli, because <laughs> I was saying her name. My <laughs> Ogly goes to Morgan Wade. Morgan Wade. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 You listened to a lot of Morgan yeah. Wade this year. She's she's fantastic. Uh, my, oof, boy. <clears throat> this is a tough one for you because you had a couple girls cat fighting at the end of the year. <laughs> yep. Um, and it came out to uh, the one that I think's uh, I think her story writing, or her songwriting and telling stories. I I I think it edged out. Uh, the other girls, it, it just did. I just, it, I'm just stuck with her songs and, and, her, and the ugly goes her lyrics to in my head. Megan Maroney. Wow. Yeah. I, it's, it's just, her I wasn't st- sure if hearing all that Laney Wilson last night was gonna, <sighs> man, cause it did something with the one category. Yeah. Laney, Laney Wilson's good, but uh, Megan Maroney or Maroney. Wow. I did it. I, know. I knew I, I knew I, I was going to do would. it. I should have just never said her name again. We'll call her Eminem. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. So top five albums. Favorite new artist. Can I give mine? Mine wasn't the oh, same sorry. as anybody else. Fa- favorite new artist. My favorite new artist. Also a band that we're going to. Oh, and my, my may I say Morgan Wade we're also seeing this year. So yes. we're seeing Jordan Davis this year. We're seeing Morgan Wade this year. And we're also going to be seeing my favorite new artist this year as well. Yep. The old glee goes to Brothers mm-hmm. Osborne. Yep. 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 So. And going into, if if I may, yes, going into my top five albums, my first one is by Brothers Osborne. The Ogly goes to Port St. Joe. <laughs> yeah, it's a great album. Also, Higher, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Reckless, Morgan Wade. American Heartbreak, Zach Bryan. And The Mountain, Dirks Bentley. Nice. Yes. No, that's a good, my top that's a, five. That's a good list. I mean, it's a hell of a list, my friend. It's a, it's a good list. It's all country, but it's well, a good list. That's all I've listened to this whole year. Country and my 90s playlist with a bunch of Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. So that's my mood from 2023. Lots of Rage Against the Machine and country music. I listen to a lot of country as well. I still listen to metal and stuff like that, but there wasn't a lot of new metal that came out this year for me that I was interested in. Um, this was a country year for us. Yeah, because I, I I got on a country train. Yeah, and I started started Choo-choo, listening. Baby. So my top five albums, uh, going from five to one. My number five album is an album that came out. Uh, it's actually on an album anniversary on January eighth, folks. Hey yo! So a callback for the album anniversaries. Uh, three year anniversary for Morgan Wallen's Dangerous, the double album. Okay. I, 30 songs. It took me a lot of months to get into this album and find all the nooks and crannies of this album, but I love it. Excellent. I love it. It's such good story writing. It did take a minute for you. 
Um, number four on the list is Dirks Bentley Gravel and Gold that Excellent. did come out this year. Yeah. Um, I, I it's what really got me into Dirks. Yeah. I went back and started listening to everything else, but I love everything on this album. It's so good. Um, Brothers Osborne, their uh, self-titled album that came out this year. Um, I, I I love everything Brothers Osborne, but this album stuck with me. Like, I wanted to hear it. As soon as the album was over, I wanted to start it again. Nice. Every song on it is so good. Um, an artist by the name of Ben Burgess. He's actually on Morgan Wage, uh, Morgan Wallen's Dangerous album. He's a, a guest on one of the songs. And so that's where I heard him, and I was like, oh, I like this guy's voice. I got his album, Tears the Size of Texas. Mm-hmm. And I, it is literally, for our listeners, I don't, I don't know if you listen to music sometimes and you – you hear something for the first time and you're like, oh man, this is something I need. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's what this album was. Nice. It was what I needed at the time. Like I could not stop listening to it. It's so good. Um, and then my number one album, uh, because I don't think the story writing was, songwriting and storytelling was better than Jordan Davis' Bluebird Days. Yeah. I that Everything. Him and his brother have a, have a very unique style of telling stories um and i i love it i absolutely love it that was my number one album most played song of 2023 mine was on an album my most played song comes from an album that came out on november 12th of this year which is hilarious yeah but my most played song is white horse by chris stapleton oh that crescendo. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> um, mine is What My World Spins Around by Jordan Davis. I'm seeing a trend here. Yep. Well, JD. Yep. Um, surprise artist. My surprise artist is The Velvet Underground. Really? Because I never listened to them before. All right. And at the end of Loki, or in, in the season finale of Loki, she pops on an album that I first at first thought was Jackson Brown. And then I'm like, this is not Jackson Brown. Who is this? And it was um, the Velvet Underground's Loaded album. And so I've started listening to the Velvet Underground, who I never had listened to before. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I chose Brothers Osborne because when I started to listen to them, I didn't know what I was getting into. I was like, all right, two guys in country. Am I getting like Brooks and Dunn? What am I getting? And no, I'm getting like blues, rock, country, fusion. Uh, Man, they just... They surprised me. I was like, whoa. Yeah. All right. Like second nice. song on the album when we got, we're, it's six minutes and we're jamming and we got guitar solos and like, wait a minute, this isn't country. This yeah, is blues and rock. I can't wait for that concert. That's oh, going to be so fun. It's going to be so good. Uh, surprise album. My surprise album is called Since Frank by Amy Stroop. Amy Stroop. Yeah. Okay. I sent you a couple songs from it. I think, um, I think that's a, yeah. I randomly heard the song on a show and Shazammed it. And I really liked the album and I listened to a few of her other ones. But it was just like, I just feel like it was a surprise because it was just out of nowhere, just a complete random. This is not anything like anything I've listened to at all this year. Totally different. And I really liked it. All right. Yep. Um, My uh, surprise album was Ben Burgess, Tears the Size of Texas. Yeah just country strong over there just hit me and he and his country is more of like i feel like i've it's got like a western vibe to it i could see that like he's got twang and yeah like it's, i could see that yeah it's it's good stuff though what was your favorite concert what what 
Where does the Oakley go for your favorite concert? I believe we have the same thing. What? Which is Molly Tuttle, Jordan Davis, and Dirk Bentley. The Oakley goes to Dirk Bentley. <laughs> yep. Um, you skipped surprise song. My apologies. I sure did. I'm I'm pulling I'm pulling a Stephen Ogle. You did. Yep. Surprise song. My surprise song. The song that when I first heard the opening notes, it literally just stopped me, and I was like, "Who is this? What is this?" And then I fell in love with Brothers Osborne from the song "I Don't Remember Me Before You." Yep. Oh, I love that song so much. I, it's gorgeous. It is, and I chose the song that I believe is the track before it. Shoot me straight. Yes, it is. Because if you listen to the album, Shoot Me Straight ends with the intro of yeah. I don't remember or I don't remember me before you. Yeah. So if you listen to it on shuffle, the end of Shoot Me Straight goes nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, Shoot Me Straight's the six minute song with guitar solos and yeah. jamming, and I was like, Oh my gosh, what a song. Like, oh all right, so all right. we got a big one here. We'll just go through, yeah. I was going to save that for last. All right, sir. So let's jump down to the other three categories and let's say, uh, what is your favorite full lyrics uh, song? Living by Dirk Bentley. This song I love. I've probably loved it for a couple of years now, but I was going through a lot when we went to this concert and I heard this song live and I like cried. So yeah. like this song, this these lyrics... When I'm struggling, when I'm feeling exceptional, especially anxious, when I like this song, like helps me. These I love this song. I love these lyrics. And I have to say the same about the song I chose. I will ditto what you said, and that is uh, "Can't Bring Me Down" by Dark Bentley yeah. on the same album. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that I love that yeah. too. I think that I think that concept is like, yeah, you can't bring me down. Yep. Like you can do what you want, you can do, but you can't bring. I will not. It's the I will not give you power over me to bring me down. Yep. And I think the older I get, that's the more I feel about other people, whether it's family, friends, work, whatever. Like I am giving nobody power over me. Yep. You can't bring me down. Yep. Exactly. Uh, favorite individual lyric, and what is the lyric? So there's a song called Morgan Wade called. There's a song by Morgan Wade called Through Your Eyes, and the opening lyric is, the scariest thing I ever heard was a three-year-old mouth the words, I want to be like you someday. Oof. And I that the I heard that, like, the first time. Like, kind of like the Brothers Osborne song. Like, I was like, oh, wow, that's that's a lyric right there. And I, I thought that was great. What's yours? Um... For me, it's uh, Brothers Osborne. It's the lyric from Shoot Me Straight. Um, it is pour it on like a shot of whiskey and shoot me straight. Yeah. I've just, I, I to me, um, I feel like it's a challenge to life. Yeah. Pour it on like yeah. a shot of whiskey and exactly. shoot me straight. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do this. Yep. Um, and so that's what I get out of that song. And then... Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. that's that's that. Uh, did you put a favorite vinyl purchase? Um, I'll be honest with you. I think um, the only album I bought this year is a Blues Magoo's album, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> which is great. Don't get me wrong. Um, Cosmic Comic Book, I believe, is the one I got. Yeah. Um. So, but I did get 
bush 16 stone for christmas yeah. and i'm super jazzed about that yeah. so maybe not so much a purchase as a gift yeah that so, work. that okay. works okay uh, my favorite vinyl purchase is the self-titled demon hunter album um one of my favorite metal albums of all time and i had it sitting on my shelf uh where i can see from my desk and i ha- it, like it was still in the cellophane for probably two weeks before I got a chance to listen to it. And I feel like now, like it became like a staple and I need to take it out and put it back up there. You were saying that. Um, but man, when I listen to it, oh my gosh, it sounds so good. Nice. So good on vinyl. I love that album. I, if you love, if you like metal and you like hard rock, I highly recommend Demon Hunter's self-titled Maybe we album. we pop some vinyl on today. We could do that, yeah. I like that. All, All right. right, our final category... For the Oglies. You finally said it. I waited till the end. Yes. Yes. Top 10 songs of the year. Shall I just, are we just going to read them? We can read them. Uh, Go 10 to 1. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, mine aren't really, I don't know if mine are. I already told you, whatever their list they're in, that's your order that you made. I'm going to do 10 to 1, but as we all know, I can't be, I can't subscribe to his parameters. (laughs) Okay. Ten to one, Bluebird Days, Jordan Davis. Nice. Penthouse, Kelsey Ballerini. Nice. Outlaw, Morgan Wallen with Ben Burgess. Oh, that made your list. Yeah. What? I was getting frazzled. <laughs> Ten songs is a lot. <laughs> Bra Off by Ray Lynn. Nice. Wilder Days, Morgan Wade. The Mountain, Dirk Bentley. Living, Dirk Bentley. Something in the Orange, Zach Bryan. I don't remember me before you, Brothers Osborne, and White Horse, Chris Stapleton. White Horse. White Horse. Yep. And that's the last of my Oglies. All right. So my top 10 list, uh, song number 10, uh, High Road by Ben Burgess. It's a good one. Oh, man. The, High Road. Oh, it's Sorry, so, go it's ahead. so <laughs> good. Uh, number nine, Sometimes by the late Luke Bell. Um, I, I got to pause for a minute. Luke Bell is unlike anything else in modern day country. His stuff felt like he belonged with Conway Twitty and early Johnny Cash and, you know, that kind of country, early Hank Sr. Like, amazing. I can't recommend it enough. There's one album that's streaming and the other albums, you got to find them, but they're out there. He's got three albums. Um, but yeah, Luke, Luke Bell, sometimes fantastic. Uh, number eight on my list is an artist that we're going to see uh, this coming year, Jackson Dean, Trailer Park. Oh my gosh, what a what a song, what a song. Um, number seven on my list is "Smell Like Smoke" from Lainey Wilson. Man, that song will get stuck in your head, and that girl's voice is amazing. And she yeah. played it last night on the New Year's Eve thing, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that song's got to make my yeah, top ten. There's no great. way it doesn't." Um, song number six is uh, by Galactic Empire. They did um, basically a metal version of the Mandalorian theme from the Mandalorian show, the Star Trek, or the Star Wars Mandalorian show. They're very cool. Man, they're great. I, that song's been in my head all year. Like, I love it. It's instrumental, but they, just guitar-wise, it's, oh, it's so cool. Listen to the original and then listen to them. It's so cool. Um, song number five is... Uh, Megan Maroney, Kansas Anymore, once again, excellent storytelling. Uh, 
I love it. Stayed with me all year. Uh, Dirks Bentley Can't Bring Me Down is number four, featuring Sam Bush on mandolin. Song number three is Morgan Wallen, Outlaw, featuring Ben Burgess. My final two. This was tough. My final two was a tough thing that I didn't know what it was going to be until it happened. Um, number two is What My World Spins Around by Jordan Davis, and the number one song that I heard all year. Brothers Osborne is in the country, but I they're not country to me. They're rock and blues, and shoot me straight. If you listen to that song and you think it's just country, open your ears, clean the wax out, because there's blues and rock all over that. I love it. Well, we've been Best talking song I heard about all year. Country is a lot more than just country nowadays. It so, is. But yeah, like, excellent. Like Great we list. were we were watching last night and we watched Hardy. And Hardy, Hardy is, is not in, country. He's in country, but he belongs in like alternative. He's not country. His drummer doesn't wear a shirt. That's not country. That's not a country drummer. No. That's a rock drummer. Yeah. Only rock drummers take off their shirts. Everybody yeah. knows this. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Brothers Osborne, all the stuff they play, they play so many different styles, country being one of them. And I think that these people get thrown into country because of their accent and their voice. And I think it's just, I think all the other genres don't exist as much anymore. Like if they did, Hardy would be more like, in the vein of like Foo Fighters kind of stuff and yeah. Foo Fighters exist, but who is new that exists like Foo Fighters? Nobody. Nobody. So there isn't stuff like that anymore. But anyway, yep. that is our 2023 Oglies. Thank you for indulging us in a longer episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. Since, you know, we missed an episode, we thought maybe you'd let us get away with a longer episode. Yeah. We want to wish you all a very happy and healthy new year. We hope you had wonderful holidays. We hope 2024 is everything you hope and dream for. And also that the expectations aren't that high because, I mean, you know, it is just another day, too. Just another year. No matter what happens, a year is going to go by. So live your life. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Exactly. Just live. Live your life. L-I-V-I-N. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, WordPress. If we can just say 918 at gmail.com. If we can just say dot com. I always mess something up. Everything gets messed up at least once. It's been a while. I'm slightly rusty. But I did hold my breath during the beginning. So I feel like that's something. Hey, that's a good start to the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Happy New Year, y'all. We're back. We're back. And I believe that's all we can say this week. Bye, y'all. 